All right, folks. Patreon exclusive. We're back. Three Musketeers are back. Uh, I am I am the hot take kid, Phil Gentile, here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. We got uh, Sheena Phelps back, folks. Just for you Patreon subscribers, Sheena Phelps is back. This is just for you guys. We we made it happen tonight. So I hope I hope that you enjoy hearing my uh, my tired voice this evening. This is not. Hopefully, this is not ECW One Night Stand. Hopefully, this is a uh, you know this is coming out party. You know. <laughs> I um, hope so. I sure hope so. Because that will if that if that's the case, that will mean bedtime has become much more of a smooth transition. So. Uh, we have the MVP Marco Denton on the line as well. What's going on, Marco? Uh, nothing much. Just uh, just uh, just chilling over here. You know, just gonna take a back seat because Sheen is back, so I don't have to talk as much. So I can uh, keep my my trap shut. <laughs> Most of the episode. Uh, uh, no, I'm joking. You I don't know. If, I don't know if you've been. Yeah, I don't know if you've been keeping up with me on Instagram <laughs> stories, but I, I feel like you have to. You have to carry me a little bit until uh, until things get off. So don't don't do taking the uh, easy way out, Marco. Yeah, I won't do that. We wanted no. to jump on together. Sheena's time has been uh, dicey here and there, and, she, and it will continue to be so. But uh, we wanted to get this recorded for you guys. We we polled everyone on our Facebook, on our social media, Twitter, uh, asking for some mailbag questions. So we're gonna rapid fire these things as best we can that's you know that's what we're saying at the beginning i'm sure we're going to deep dive into some of these questions but um uh we thank you guys for all your submissions we thank you for subscribing to uh the podcast and our patreon page uh we couldn't do this without you guys so uh let's just get started i got names uh for some of these people i don't have uh twitter handles but uh it's all good uh, let's start off oh i can't start with that one i guess i can start with that one yeah <laughs> Jason Cook, this is a this is a wallop right off the bat. If you weren't married, if you weren't married, what crazy thing would you do that you've never had a chance to do? Who who would you like to go first? You don't want you don't want to lead off, Phil. Is, well, is this... I was just thinking an Asian chick. That's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only. It didn't, say, it didn't say who would you do. Yeah, well, still, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's the first thing that came to mind. So. <laughs> Oh, oh man, you you have you gotta have your pick of the litter uh, at the AEW, um, you know, performance center. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, if, if, let's see. Mine's not mine's not uh, nearly as kinky, but I would say if I wasn't married, what, what crazy thing I would like to do? I would like to like travel around the United States in like an adventure van and just like park like in like RV parks and like Walmart parking lots and like you know just That'd drive around and. Adventure, yeah. I just feel like you know, living that like minimalist lifestyle, like me and like a dog, and uh, yeah, I think I think that would be pretty rad. Yeah, I'm assuming we don't have any kids in these uh, dream scenarios. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> I can't even imagine what that feels like no. at the moment. <laughs> yeah, Marco, what's uh, what's your uh, crazy thing? Um, I don't. I, I always wanted to. Uh, I always wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Um, so. Just traveling around and doing that type of stuff. I don't think you can. Really, I mean, you can have a family doing that, but like, I feel like that's yeah. a type of like thing where you, yeah. you know, you can't have a family. You gotta, you gotta hone your craft, and you gotta, you're going from city to city and doing For things sure. like that. So, I mean, there are comedians out there that do have like families and stuff like that. But me, I would, I'd probably, if I, if if I had the choice, I'd probably not have a family and just do my own thing and be try to be super successful as I could at that type of. That type of profession. So, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna make Marco do some stand up one night and yeah. just see, yeah, see how, fun. see how it goes. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah let's let's do it. We'll uh, we'll do a Patreon exclusive uh, <laughs> half hour special. <laughs> oh man, okay. So my mind went pretty differently than you guys on that one. Let's just keep moving on. Here. We, we have like we have like aspirations of like, yeah, you know yeah. adventuring and career aspirations. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yours it's it's all right. Mine's simple simple a, desires. Yeah, mine's just a couple minutes, and then I'll be you know get back to <laughs> yeah. It's happy that I'm back, back to married life. life. Yeah, yeah. Yours yours is just hanging out with uh, Rio for like yeah, a well, day or so, and then yeah, a day. For Jeez, sure. don't give me that much credit. All right, Tyson, Tyson <laughs> Trevino, our buddy Tyson Trevino. How would you? This is a we've we've been taking these questions for a while. I guess we can fantasy book this. How would you reintroduce John Morrison back into the WWE? Uh, what they did was just have him open a uh, locker room door for five seconds and uh, poke his head out, and then he was on Miz TV last week. Um, let's let's fantasy book this. You know, I'm a big John Morrison fanatic, but I'll let you guys go first on this one. Uh, obviously, he's already come back, but uh, how would how would you have brought him back, Sheena? I mean, I feel like I would have brought him back in like NXT. I feel like he would have had a much bigger impact, like coming back um, at a place like NXT instead of instead of what they did, which was basically nothing. And then nobody really even knew who he was. You know what I mean? Like the pop was like absolutely zero. You know. And then I, I think it was kind of like I think they knew that nobody kind of knew who he was at the moment because, like, they even had I can't remember who it was that was the the had the microphone back there what chick it was they all kind of looked the same but they were she was just like oh john morrison and i'm like you wouldn't have had to say that if it was any other superstar you know like you're not gonna say like oh cm punk you're (laughs) back you know um so i think i would have reintroduced him like you know back in back in nxt maybe like you know some velveteen dream action or something like that you know what i mean yeah he's been gone since uh, 2015 it feels longer than that um but, uh, yeah, it didn't seem like anybody really remembered who he was. Um, he wasn't, like, the biggest star in the game when he left or anything like that. And he hasn't been anywhere huge since he left. So what about you, Marco? How would you have brought uh, John Morrison back? That's actually a really actually good scenario, him and uh, Velveteen. That would have been pretty mm-hmm. sick. Uh, but I was, You're welcome. I was thinking, yeah, no, I mean, that's that's awesome. Now I'm actually kind of mad that he didn't show up in NXT. Um, but my, uh, mine's more of, like, an actual, like, entrance so since he's like a parkour like king, I would have had him do like a kind of like I'm not sure what event it would be maybe WrestleMania I don't know kind of like how they had Charlotte do that whole like um, helicopter like ride, and then she ended up at the arena. I would have him like kind of like you wouldn't see who it was just some dude like parkouring all over the place like you see like legs and arms just like jumping from building to building running down the street jumping over these things and then like have him show up in like whatever event it was that's an i mean just to make it a little bit exciting instead of having him just open up a door or maybe even just have him parkour into a room and then surprise he opens the door or some shit i don't know but yeah that, they i mean they kind of mess up on that but that's what i would have done i would have had him did like a show up like out of a bit a big event not a friday night smackdown in the Miz's locker room that's kind of lackluster but they kind of ruined it by announcing his return anyway so there's really nothing they could have yeah, pretty much. True. He's been gone since 2011, so it's almost been a decade. So younger fans, wow. I'm sure, you know, don't really know him. I mean, I would have probably saved him for the Rumble, but I like the NXT idea. Um, you know, feeding with some of those guys and getting those guys over. I mean, he's kind of a better version of Tyler Breeze at this point. But um, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's back. Hopefully, they do something with him. Maybe, you know, a few with him and Miz will be cool heading into WrestleMania. But we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Thank you for the question, Tyson. Um, 
This one should go quick, pretty quick. Zach Egloff, good buddy of mine here in Maryland. Uh, best Zelda game. I've only played one Zelda game in my entire life. That was the original on Nintendo. So uh, I don't know if you guys are... Vi I've never talked to you guys about video it's games. I don't know if you ever... I know you played WW2K, but... Well, I would say it has to be um, Zelda Ocarina of Time. Just simply because like, I've heard the the heel husband talk about this game like ever since we've been together like it's like his all-time favorite uh zelda game so you know um I, I would have to go with that one even though i'm not like hyper familiar with with the game um i'm just going off the heel husband's coattails and i'm gonna say it's the legend of zelda ocarina of time marco any uh, thoughts on this um i would have probably picked that as well but since you picked that i'm gonna go way back in the way back machine i'm gonna go to uh, regular nintendo and go with the gold cartridge, oh, mm. the Legend yeah. of Zelda mm -hmm. game. Yeah, um, that was a pretty awesome game, um, in my opinion. But both games are are great. But yeah, definitely, definitely the gold cartridge uh, does that for me. Man, I, I just off track here. I used to love Nintendo sixty four. What a great system that was, man. That was so mm -hmm. much fun. That was kind of like the uh, you know the, such an update over like you know Nintendo and Sega and all that stuff. Uh, thank you, Zach, for the question there. Uh, Corey Handy, which WWE... Oh, he didn't say WWE, so we can do anybody. Which superstar mm -hmm. is desperate need of a huge push? Um, desperate need, huh? It's tough because you know Andrade was somebody that everybody was clamoring for, and he's got the U.S. Mm -hmm. title. Buddy Murphy is now associated with Seth Rollins, so it looks like he's getting a push there. Mm -hmm. Um you know, I, I can't really... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Aleister Black. I think um, we all know how, how talented Aleister Black is. He just came out of, you know, his view with Buddy Murphy and stuff, um, which was great. But at the same time, like, now he, he just beat, like, a, a Joe Schmo on Raw on Monday night, you know, which is fine. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with just, like, squashing a, a local dude. You know what I mean? But at the same time, um, I feel like Aleister Black, like, deserves bigger and better thing. So I, I would be excited for him in 2020 to get some sort of like push for, even if it's not like a world title push, just like even like a, you know, intercontinental or, um, you know, a uh, U.S. title. Marco, what do you, what say you? Uh, that's a tough one. Um, Alistair Black's good. I'm trying to like run down the roster right now and try to, um, our truth desperate need i mean yeah i would probably say our our truth or even matt hardy i mean he's been the talk of talk of the uh wrestling yeah. world the past couple of days but yeah i mean yeah i mean our i would you know what our truth why not i mean he's been proven to bring some entertainment to the to pretty much every monday night i mean whether it be him wrestling or just him in the ring talking that like I know what it was titles a giggle, have, but... has Truth held other than the twenty four seven? I'm like at a loss. Has he held any like other major titles before in his career? Oh, uh, he was a tag, uh, tag team champ with tag, his. Oh, I want to yeah. say United United States champion uh, at one point. Um, really, Truth was a U.S. champion. I believe so. Yeah, early two thousand, like like probably when you like I would I wasn't watching wrestling. Mm -hmm. I just know they showed like highlights re recently. Um, yeah. I don't think Intercontinental. I'm actually looking right now to see. So, yeah, United States, Hardcore. Um, the, he was a Slammy Award winner as well. Oh, oh wow. That. Um, and then he did a lot of, like, he did stuff outside the um, WWE. Like, he had the uh, NWA world title at one point and stuff like that. But, huh, yeah, cool. United States Tag Team and 24-7. 
champion. But yeah, why not? I mean, he's a they they really love him. If you like watch any like interviews or like uh, like Stephanie Vince Triple H, I like he's like one of those guys. I like will probably have a like job for life there, even when yeah. he gets out of the ring. He seems like a super a super nice guy. Like I've just seen him like um and you know doing some like backstage stuff, and then on Total Divas, like he was always at like Natalia's parties and stuff, and he just seemed like a really like chill, super cool, like funny dude. Yeah. Yeah, why not give him like a universal title run or something like that? <laughs> oh, my oh, oh my god! SmackDown. Have him in the fun house with Bray. I know how entertaining that would be. Him oh Bray my god! Being Can you like... imagine the 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 <laughs> fucking Smarks heads would blow off? Oh, like they, goodness, I mean, yeah. there there would be like uh, it would be like a what's um what's the word I'm looking for when like. A bunch of people die all at once. So like, Mass I feel like suicide. it would be like, it would, it would like be like, on, yeah, it would be like on the news. Like, oh my god, you know, thousands of wrestling fans found dead. You know, their head, their heads exploded. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with one that might be predictable, or maybe not. I'm gonna say AJ Styles. I, f- I feel like I know it's hard with Brock being a champion and 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 Bray kind of taking over, but. I just miss the days when you had like four or five guys going for the for the you know there's more than two people in the main event scene and I think AJ just you know he just seems to be kind of treading water right now and I know they're you know you're you're always gonna have up and downs cooling people off but I think it's time to get him back up and you know give him another run with one of the titles and whether it's a heel or a face I mean he's great at both um, I think another guy that comes to mind when he gets healthy is Jinder Mahal um, I think he you know he's a great heel people love to hate him so. Mm-hmm. A couple good ones. Thank you for the question, uh, Corey. That was good. That was very good. Uh, Aaron uh, somehow snuck in with two questions here. Uh, what is your year-end review of AEW and how it's progressed since it's launched? Uh, I kind of answered that on one of our uh, last couple of podcasts. Uh, mm-hmm. Sheena, I don't know if you, you missed that yeah. one. Well, um, did you, did I you think... hear? Did you hear my rant on that? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I did. I did. I, I did listen in for the for the AEW uh, the Phil the Phil's hot takes on uh, AEW. But I, just, I mean, for me, just uh, you know, I haven't gotten to watch like all of AEW. Obviously, like life has been crazy this year. But I feel like it's just kind of like it was it was like a quick peek, and then it was just like it kind of like flatlined a little bit for me. You know what I mean? I feel like the buildup was so hype, and then you know it, it took off really really strong and you know it was beating nxt in the ratings and all that stuff and there was like so much hype and then i feel like it's just kind of been stale it hasn't been bad i like aew you know but it's just i feel like they i've said this before on the show is that they over promised and under delivered you know what i mean so that i feel like they really should have temp we should have tempered our expectations for what we were going to see this year and i feel like if had they under-promised and over-delivered, then we would have been like, oh my god, AEW is like really, like they're they're really making their their footprint known in the wrestling world, but they acted like they were just going to come in and, you know, freaking change the culture in the words of CM Punk, and I feel like they, they've not done that whatsoever. Yeah, I, uh, I address, like I said, I addressed this on an episode a couple weeks ago, but that's kind of what I said with, with more uh, curse words mixed in. Um, <laughs> it's just, yeah, it just hasn't been as good as I thought it was going to be. And, uh, you know, it's, they're still after, you know, they just finished their first year. So, um, you know, you got to give them a pass there. But uh, it, it hasn't been like a must watch. And I don't think it's a serious competitor for WWE yet. Uh, Marco, your thoughts? Um, yeah, I think I said a few words. I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot having their biggest stars um, have leadership roles in the company. 
which uh, led to them not being able to, like, you know, get the star power that they needed to get the company off the ground uh, the way they should have. So, like, everyone switched over to see the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, like, flourish because they're these big names outside of the United States. And so and Bucks inside the United States, too, but, like, you know, not as big as, like, obviously uh, WWE and, like, their stars and stuff like that. But, like, they were probably the biggest stars outside the WWE, um, and I think by having them in those positions that they, they really like, I, I think they just really ruined it. Like, I think it, it like them being in, in like leadership positions, it, it stops them from pushing themselves to the top, make without it, make it look like, Oh, they're just in a, in a leadership role. They're just going to make themselves a superstars and stuff like that. So I think, um, I think personally they should shed those roles, um, and, well, I mean, they're, just, they're, those are self-imposed rules, though. That's not, like, those aren't yeah. real rules. You know what I mean? Like, if, if that's what they're doing, then that's just, I mean, that's not what's best for business. Um, yeah, no, yeah. I feel I feel that's what they're doing. I, I don't know if that's, like, a because, like, Cody, just bit, judging from his interviews and things like that and the stuff he says about, like, you know, he's, he's the, like, was he the executive vice president or something like that? And he's, you know, he's doing a lot of, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. But at the same time, they did that match with him and Jericho, where he lost and he's never going to be able to challenge for the title. Like if they have to do stuff like that, then I think it kind of like cheapens it. Cause I kind of want to see him win the world title at some point. I want to see Kenny Omega win the title. I just don't know if it's going to happen because they're in positions where they're doing other things in the company. And those, like I said, those are the na- those are the big name people that they have. Like not, not to take anything away from like Jurassic express or SCU or any of those guys, but those aren't those. That's not why me people- fans like, us yeah. went to go watch AEW. They wanted to see the Bucks. They want to see Kane and Omega just be the biggest stars, bigger than WWE, or try to take them on in that yeah, sense. And that, I just don't to, see them doing it. Exactly. Yeah. To put a bow on what you said, like you said, people bought into AEW because of the big name stars, and then they have not pushed them at all. So, like, yeah. yeah. To 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 just in this question, um, yeah. they have they have not use their talent to their full potential so hopefully they learned their lesson and in 2020 they'll give the people what they want yep give yeah. us what i want give us what yeah. you want i mean it, <laughs> they they just you know they signed a new agreement with i think tnt until through that 2023 which is great yep. for them but you gotta think that at some point some some guys from aew are jumping over to wwe when their contracts are over i mean it happens every com- you know somebody's unhappy somebody doesn't like with their place on the card so yeah. you know they have some good young talent now you got to keep them and and put them in the right places so yeah best of luck to those guys aaron also asked if you could have one legend come back for one last run a la oh. goldberg a couple years ago which legend and why and whom should they feud with i have some thoughts on this um i would love to see you know and this is a perfect world and uh, you know this is i in general, I don't like when these guys come back because I feel like it's you know they're past their prime. It's just taking up space from a you know younger guy who could be could use the rub. But I would love to see Shawn Michaels come back and just basically say, "Hey, I'm going to wrestle for six more months. I don't give a crap about titles. This is the list of everybody that I want to wrestle." And he just names like the the next four pay per views. It's just basically like an exhibition match, and he wrestles AJ Styles, he wrestles Daniel Bryan, he you know whoever. Um, and and just have it like good wrestling matches. It, you know, it doesn't matter if he wins or loses them. Maybe make him win two and lose two. I don't know, but um, just have it more of like we want to see these dream matches. He's still got some left in the tank. You know, let's let's do it. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, I would have to say um, I would love to see 
Bret Hart come back <laughs> if he was uh, healthy enough to to do so. And I would love to see him fight Seth Rollins just because, I mean, what 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 better match for me to pick than Bret versus oh, Seth? Geez, you know what I mean? you cheer for? <laughs> I don't know. My head might actually explode. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever, uh, whenever uh, Brett came and gave Seth the rub um, that time, I was like, "Oh my God! Like this is like the best moment ever," <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, if in that situation, I would probably have to to cheer for Brett just because, like, you know, I mean, he's the he's the OG. So um, yeah, but I, I wouldn't like necessarily root against Seth, but no. I would love to see it. Marco, um, I was gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with uh. Good old Stone Cold Steve Austin making his way back oh, God, into the uh, into the WWE. I had two. One of them's kind of a weird one. Maybe showing up in NXT and uh, taking on the uh, the uh, the uh, Undisputed Era. Just taking on, um, just dropping them all on their stack of dimes that they call a neck because <laughs> they're the they're the Undisputed Era and he's from the Attitude Era. So that's basically like a battle of like who had the better eras and maybe you see like Tommaso team up with Stone Cold at some point and like help him lay waste. But uh, my other one was Stone Cold would be probably uh, Roman Reigns. Um, That'd be just cool. to, just to carry on that lineage of, uh, you know, Stone Cold back in the day, opened up a can of whoop ass on his cousin, the rock. Yeah. And now he's coming back to do the yeah, same. He's coming back. To the new generation yeah. to take on the big dog. Yeah, and, and he's like the, he's really like the Michael Myers of the wrestling world. Yeah. He's back to like, you know, <laughs> take down all the lineage. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna open up a can of whoop ass on you, god damn it. That, that's that's pretty good. That was good. Thanks. I've been working on my I'm working on my impressions. We gotta bring impressions to the show. Yeah. So I've been trying to work on some. So I'm working on nice. Bret Hart right now too. You should, you should incorporate that into you your know. stand up. That's what that definitely is gonna. It's gonna be the whole half hour is gonna be Stone Cold doing stand up comedy. So it'll be good. Let me tell you about Uber. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you. For the, thank you for the questions. Uh, this one's from Skylar Doke Davis, one of our uh, awesome Patreon subscribers. One thing you'd like to see WWE do creatively in 2020. This is similar to the Who needs a big push, but this can be besides. A wrestler, and I'm going to say the answer that I always give to this is uh, bring back Halloween Havoc. That's all I. That's all I want. Yeah, give yeah. give us what we want. Yeah, um, I would love to see Halloween Havoc as well, but only if they do like the vintage like Halloween Havoc sets. I mean, that was the thing that made Halloween Havoc so freaking epic oh, was great. just that yeah. was the was the set design so if you if you f that up then you know you don't deserve to have halloween havoc um the one thing i would like to see wwe do creatively in 2020 is actually surprise people with comebacks like you know people that are like if if john cena is coming back to the wwe don't announce it like you know the whole week ahead of time or two weeks ahead of time that he's coming back like just let us have our moments where the music hits and we actually like pop for it. You know what I mean? Um, and it's not like pre-planned or anything like that. So I would love to see WWE just like let us have surprise returns in 2020. I like that. Uh, Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy come back at WrestleMania was a great example of that. I mean, that that arena was freaking or that stadium was was bumping. <sighs> Uh, oh yeah, uh, it blew blew the freaking roof off that place. I was there, like it, like I felt that pop in my in my bones. You know, it, it shook me, it, like to my uh, to my core. Uh, back to mine. I want to see, uh, just uh, kind of expand on that. Just I, I used to love back when they had different. Every pay per view had a different set. I mean, now it's like 
Raw, SmackDown, mm-hmm. every pay-per-view, it's just the same stage and same setup. I mean, you know, you can do some cool stuff for TLC and Extreme Rules in some of these pay-per-views. And uh, I love watching back and stuff on the network and seeing all the different, you know, Backlash would have the big, like, knives that would swing back and forth. Um, so that that's something I would like to see, too. What about you, Marco? Um, I'd like to go old school and have them bring back, like, the the feeling of, like, a, like a big fight fail, meaning... You know, bringing back like the celebrities and stuff like that. Not celebrities in in the matches and stuff like that, but just like celebrities at ringside and like mm-hmm. you know interviewing and asking them who who they who they're waiting to see tonight. That type of stuff. Starcade did that really well. If you watch any of the old Starcades. Uh, oh, I thought you were talking about this Starcade. I was like, th- oh, this no, Starcade no, no. <laughs> was an abomination. <laughs> no, no, no. Old school Starcades. Um, but yeah, they had like. like they had like so it was on TBS and stuff like that. So they'd have like all like the all the network drama uh, like actors like pulling up to the um, the stadium and like Jim Ross would be out there interviewing them as they get out. They look like that type of stuff. Like obviously WrestleMania is a big feel, like it's a big big fight feel. But I feel like when you have that like kind of like celebrity endorsement to it, maybe it will happen this time around because they have like the Fox deal and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So WrestleMania might look a little bit different. But um, yeah. I'm hoping they bring that type of thing back because that's like if you go back and watch all those old like WrestleManias and even like some of the Royal Rumbles and stuff like that, and just like the celebrity interaction and like like just hearing yeah. like one of your favorite actors say like, "Oh, my, my favorite wrestler is Roman Reigns, and I hope he kicks this guy's ass." You just, it gives you like a sense as a wrestling fan, like, "Oh, they actually watch wrestling too." And even if they don't, they're acting, so you believe it anyway. But just that type of feeling, I would like to have that back in 2020. Yeah, for sure. I hope they do it better than they did whenever the draft was happening and like all they had like all of the ESPN like celebrities, you know what I mean? All the sports oh, yeah. celebrities like coming and be like, Yeah, I, I love, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm like, he hasn't wrestled in 20, <laughs> 20 years. Like, exactly. Jesus Christ. You Cold, know? Cold Stone. Yeah. I love Cold yeah, Stone. Like, I love Cold Stone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they definitely have to do better. And like, and then at, in recent memory, like picking Colin, what's his dick colin jost is that what his name is and yeah. like the, yeah, the saturday night live guys i was like oh god yeah. can we get somebody better than these jokers all right thank you for the question skyler uh mike lanham uh occasional co-host of the podcast asked us uh best movie you saw this year other than joker which uh throws oh, a little geez. wrinkle i know someone <laughs> some i'm trying to find who else asked us that similar question about oh, oh martin m morrow on Twitter, ask us top five movies of 2019, but we can just oh, talk geez. about some of the, in general, some of the movies. I know Sheena has not seen a single movie in 2019, so oh wow, if you need okay, to, you to use the bathroom, <laughs> Sheena or something. Listen, we were we were moving across the <laughs> yeah, country. I was stuff. pregnant. I moved into a new house. My husband was gone all the time. Then I like you know just gave birth and like have, you know babies. I did see Toy Story four, just not in the theater. So if that counts for anything, okay, um, yeah, that's that's you know. Uh, that was not very good, I don't think. It wasn't as good as three. I mean, it wasn't a bad movie, but um, I, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I, I it was did okay. Enjoy, I did. Was... I did enjoy Forky. Um, I thought he was, <laughs> he was a he was a good addition to the gang. I did see El Camino. Okay, um, there you go. Okay. Yeah, El Camino was was good. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I definitely missed. I wanted to see um, what was the scary movie with the. Um, oh, I was just about to talk us? about this. Uh, oh, us. That... Yeah, I've seen. It. That's right. I did see us. Was that this oh, year? Yeah. Was that this year? Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah, it was early. It was like it was yeah. like early part of twenty nineteen. But yeah, that was uh, good. That's a rewatchable yeah. movie. That's good. Yeah, it would be awesome. Um, but I definitely want to see it because I remember watching the um, preview and just being like, "Holy shit!" And then it just never 
I never watched it. You would like uh, Midsummer, which was a, a, a horror movie, um, which I know you're a fan of. Um, yes, I've seen the preview for Midsummer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. very, very interesting. Uh, I've um, watched lots of trailers. I just okay, that's good. Yeah, what was your favorite trailer of 2019? Uh, one movie I did not like was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I couldn't even make it through it. It was oh just, man, yeah. I did oh my not... god, um, freaking uh, Brad Pitt just won a SAG award yeah. for best uh, yeah. best male in a drama movie or something like that yeah i mean it was oh uh, what about fighting with my family i saw that oh you did okay i did i did did see fighting with my family and that was actually really good i was i was pleasantly surprised at how well done that movie was like i was just expecting it to be just like some sort of like hallmark movie and i actually really enjoyed it everyone says this parasite movie is good i haven't seen that yet either but uh, that's on the list um Two yeah. Popes sounds like something you would like, Phil. Oh yeah, Two Popes. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, there's been a bunch of. I mean, a bunch of movies lately on Netflix. Like The Irishman was good. That you know, Netflix is yeah. actually coming out with some pretty decent movies. So. Uh, oh, John, have you seen any of the John Wick movies? Because John Wick Three came out too. That's right. Okay. Well, no. <sighs> John Wick is awesome. Um, Avengers Endgame. Obviously, all the Marvel movies that came out no, are probably going to be in my top five. Yeah. Anyone see It Chapter Two? Yes. No, I didn't see that. It was chapter two was, was awesome. Good? Was it good? I liked it. Okay. Did you Did you like it, Sheena? I, did you see it? I haven't. I haven't seen it. I really, I really enjoyed the uh, the first one. I wish there was a little less CGI in the first one. I don't know how they did in the second one. I felt like the CGI was just a little bit overdone. Um, but I did enjoy it, the original. But I haven't seen the the sequel. Yeah, it's not over. They don't. They didn't overdo the CGI on this one, but it's still it's about equal. We'll say. Cool. Equal CGI. All right, thank you guys. Well, for thanks, questions. Mike Lanham. Yeah, thanks, Mike Lanham. Uh, Jonathan Rivera, how would you describe Twitter and social media's overall effect on the oh, wrestling God. industry? Negative, oh, positive? Do you? Oh, yeah, this is going to be. Yeah, stop. Well, you know what's funny? I actually had a question like that before I came on the show. Do you guys remember that? Like a while, it was like a long. It was like obviously last year when, but you, were, I, when you were sitting w- in the MVP. Yeah, questions. I actually my question was it was it was about that like. What do you think about the influence of social media on wrestling? I feel like I like do that? remember that now that you now that you say that. Yeah. Um, personally, okay. So I, I'm I'm a Libra, so I'm I'm a habitual fence rider. Sometimes, like I try to be <laughs> open minded and see both sides of of the coin. I, I believe there's definitely a positive impact in like the community aspect of um, social media being able to, you know. I feel like sometimes when you like something like wrestling, especially as an adult or like action figure collecting or something like that, you can, you can, without social media, you could totally feel like isolated or feel like, you know, like that what you're doing is stupid or, you know, there's not other people out there like you, but social media allows you to connect with people like you. And, you know, I think it's really important because you may not have people in your geographic area that are into the same things as you are and i feel like it's important to connect with like-minded people and social media gives us that like for free which is super super important on the negative side of it um i hate that there is just such a knee-jerk culture with like anything not just not just wrestling but just anything um and then just like the overreaction culture you know like the rage culture where people are just like so offended or so upset or you know like everything is such a big deal and like people just everyone has an opinion which i think is the shitty part of social media because some people don't deserve to have an opinion that 
should be out there in the world. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, everybody is entitled to opinion, but it's not like you have to share, no, share no, every no, goddamn thing. You, you... <laughs> no. Well, you some know, people, agree some to people, Some people should not. So everybody's entitled to your opinion. Everybody should not have access to share their opinion with the world. Yeah. Social media just makes people think that there's someone out there that cares about their opinion. That's the main problem with social media. I mean, if it True. wasn't for social media, I wouldn't have met either of you guys. I wouldn't have exactly. done a this, lot of, you know, experienced a lot of things. But the people that really bother me, and I, I crack a lot of jokes. I'm a smart ass. And uh, I, it comes through on my personal Twitter and on the on the Chick Foley at Chick Foley Show Twitter account, um, and and the people that take it so seriously is 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 the worst part. I mean, mm-hmm. making fun of like a botch on EEW when uh, I don't know if you follow um, uh, Dick Van Klondike on uh, on Insta- on Twitter, but he mm-hmm. he he posts a bunch of like. Uh, you know, videos of botches from AEW, and he, he does the same thing for WWE. And if I comment on them, it's like you know, the, the end of the world. Like people taking it so seriously. Like you know, this I don't I don't come on social media to be uh, serious. You know, that's what I do during work no, work time. Yeah. You know, I you know I come on there to be a dumbass and you know spout off some funny stuff and you know whatever. So uh, yeah. Uh, do they not uh, realize there's a whole um, hit YouTube series called Botchamania that is actually like extremely entertaining? Like, like botches are some of the best things that happen in wrestling sometimes. You know, it's like, I mean, obviously, like, you don't want to just see like a straight botch fest, but like every once in a while, it's like good to just like be like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like I... the freaking, like the Tyson, um, the, the Titus O'Neil, you know what I mean? When he, like, I just, <laughs> I literally just posted this like yesterday or day before yesterday when he slid under the, the ring at the greatest Royal rumble like that is one of my favorite freaking memories and it was like the biggest botch of like the year i, I remember being a kid and watching like baseball blooper videos like you know yes. guys like dropping balls yes. and falling over the railings and like you know that's you know it's entertaining you know that's all it exactly. is exactly so, uh people yeah. definitely need to re- relax on you know people the people that don't have lives that take social media a little bit too seriously i kind of yeah, you know, feel sorry for. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you got to have a good balance of, of real life friends and uh, a virtual friends. But um, not to take anything away from social media. I mean, like I said, I've met everyone that we're friends with that we've had on the show. You know, the three of us. You know, every guest that we've had, yeah. every, every opportunity that we have, all our sponsors. It's all because of our impact on social media and uh, you know, being ourselves. Absolutely, so, I've yep. met I've met some of the best people ever on social media on my personal account and on Chick Foley. Um, I just feel like with social media, with wrestling in particular, I know this question is specifically about wrestling. With wrestling in particular, I feel like people just, like, in the old days, like, you, people weren't so critical of everything. Like, wrestling has always been, like, like entertainment. It's always been, like, there's always been a level of, like, silliness to it, you know, and there's always been a level of, like, um, I don't, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but not like it's never been like uber serious right and i feel like now with with social media like people are so quick to criticize and like you don't let things digest anymore you know like you used to watch a wrestling show and then you would like think about it and then you go to school tomorrow and talk to your friends about it um and you had time to like actually let what you saw digest but now it's like as soon as something happens people are like on their phones like posting their immediate thoughts and i feel like it really takes away from just like enjoying the product without like a critical eye. 
Yep. Thank you, Jonathan. Good question. I think we could probably spend a whole episode on that topic. Oh, yeah. So let's move on. Yeah. Kevin Harrison, another good brother here in Baltimore area. Uh, not the best, but who are your favorite jobbers? This is an interesting question. He named five guys I don't really remember too much. I don't, yeah. Dust, I, I did, yeah. Dusty Wolf, Maybe. Italian Stallion, Mike Thor, Reno Riggins, and Jumpin' Joey Mags. Um, I mean, the ones I remember are obviously the Brooklyn Brawler, who was, you know, for my entire childhood and adult life, was just the guy that got the shit beat out of him. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, and then uh, Gilberg, Dwayne Gill was a big one. Gilberg, who, yeah. yeah, I'm going to have yeah. to go with Gilberg. I like that one. Yeah, Any anything to add to this, Marco? Got to have, I, I do miss the days of just having jobber matches and then, you know, having four pay-per-views, but, you know, wrestling's totally different these days. Marco? Uh-oh. Oh, no, I'm here, I'm here. Okay. Um, he had uh, Barry Horowitz, too, don't oh, forget. Oh, God, yeah, that's a good one. He had some good matches with uh, Skip of the Bonnie Donnas on uh, WWE Superstars. Yep, yeah. there was um, Tony Guerrero was another one. Yeah. He was a, uh, another jobber. Um, I think that that's all that comes to mind that I can think of. That was, like, notable guys that nice. I remember anyway. You already said Brooklyn Brawl, which is, like, mm-hmm. the, he made a living off of... Uh, just being an, an enhancement talent, not a jobber. Oh, yeah. You have to be, you have to be, uh... There you go. That's the, that's the preferred nomenclature. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Kyle B. Fitzgerald, one of our Twitter followers, ask us... Carl. 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 I wonder Carl. how many times he hears that. Um... I do that anytime I meet someone Carl. named Carl. Coral. I haven't watched that show. It's It's been a long time for me too since I've watched it, but uh, that that meme will live forever. Your go-to drink out on the town, which I don't think any of the three of us go out on out on the town very (laughs) much anymore. The town, baby. The town. You mean you know my kitchen, baby? Okay, back in the day when I used to go out on the town, um, pre, pre-child, pre um, I would say my, my go-to drink, well, I usually order beer um, if, I'm, if I'm out somewhere. But if I'm going to get fancy, I do love me a, uh, like a skinny margarita with, you know, like just either like 1800 or Patron, um, a little bit of lime juice, like a little splash of uh, triple sec or, you know, Grand Marnier or something, some sort of orange liqueur. And then like, you know, salted brim, like that, that's my jam, you know, a little bit of soda water. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a beer guy too when I go out. But lately, I've been drinking whiskey sours when I go somewhere where I don't have to pay. Like some of these work events I go to, mm-hmm. so I only get a couple whiskey sours. I'm not paying for it, so that's been a good. Like I never really used to drink those before, so I've been drinking those. What about you, Marco? Uh, you, I like to do the uh, vodka, vodka cran. Oh, okay. oh man, like got a little Carrie Bradshaw action, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't get it in the form of a Cosmo, right? You just get the vodka no. crayon straight up, like yeah, a man. No. Yeah, of course. It's good, it's, good for, it's good for UTIs, uh, Marco. <laughs> it is actually. Yeah. <laughs> I usually I have a lot of UTIs, so that's why I drink them. Uh, no, <laughs> I just like uh, to get but, so uh, drunk I forget I have a UTI. <laughs> But uh, my other drink, my other fancy, it's not really fancy. It's a, a, a martini espresso or espresso martini. Ooh, that sounds good. Oh, those, nice. are, those are really good. It's basically coffee with alcohol in it. 
it, it's, it's yeah, it's basically a blackout <laughs> waiting to happen. Is what yes, it is. If I want to get fancy, that's where I let's that's put, my let's coach. put uppers and downers all in the same in the same drink. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> I went I went through a phase where I was doing gray goose and pineapple in college for some reason. I thought oh, that, I, thought I, I was cool. To, yeah, I used to be a pineapple mixer. Yeah, like Malibu and pineapple. I think that was like one of my college go tos. It's a lot of sugar. Yeah, you wake up feeling like dog shit after yeah. that. <laughs> All right, Marco, yeah. I'll start with you on this one. Pizza or burger? This is still from Carl B. Fitzgerald. He got three questions in somehow. I don't know. Pizza or burger? What's the question? It's basically what do you like better? Yeah, pizza let's say or- you could only eat one, yeah. the, one, the, one the rest of your life. What are you going with? <sighs> you got to go with the pizza. <laughs> P- yeah, I'm going with pizza. It's it's yeah. tough, man. I, I Depending on the day, I don't – I would probably go pizza too, but I would miss the shit out of something bur- like a good burger, man. Ugh. Do you like like a homemade burger, or are you more of like a restaurant no, burger fuck, type guy, fucking, or like a fast food burger? I hate when someone uh, going to cookouts and eating. <laughs> I'll eat a hot dog if I go to a cookout. I don't know if it's where I live. These fucking redneck people in Maryland, but everyone cooks the shit out of their hamburgers. Like, well, oh, it's well like done. it's like a hockey puck. Oh yeah. god, it's oh, gross. It's worse. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I enjoy yeah you know, going out you know to like a not a fancy place, but like a bar bar restaurant type of place and getting a good burger um so yeah i'll I'll say pizza you agree with that too pizza sheena yeah i'm going with pizza because you can get hamburger pizza but you can't get pizza hamburgers you know what i mean so you can you can you can get your fix for for hamburgers while eating pizza at the same time so gotta go pizza all right, I said this was going to be a 20-minute episode. We're at 40 minutes so far, and we're Holy half, shit. halfway done <laughs> with questions. Listen, halfway you guys, I'm drinking, I'm drinking a beer. When's the last what? time I've been able to do that on Whoa, the podcast? Wow, okay. Yeah, I've, I've finished my beer like forever ago. So, yeah, we need, to, we need to wrap this thing so I can get another beer before we start the main show. Right, you, can, no, you, can, uh, you can slide out and, you know. All right, let's, let's wrap up. <laughs> That's what she said. Things. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> at, at Kingdom Figures, who, who you definitely need to follow, is does some awesome uh, work on uh, Instagram too with some figure photography. He's a great follow. Do you see professional wrestling in a better state in 2020 in terms of viewership, better storylines, larger crowds, or will it be more of the same? Have a wonderful year. Thank you, dude. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I see, I see wrestling related things all the time. I feel like I see like NFL players are showing up to the arena wearing like wrestling shirts. And I'm seeing like the, I don't know if you know the the Milwaukee Bucks do like a pregame thing where they basically like, like back in the locker room they do like a fake like royal rumble they're all like fake hitting each other and it's been like you know goes viral every time they have a game yeah and you know drake's wearing razor ramon shirts but uh, yeah viewership is nowhere near what it used to be it could be because there's so many shows to watch could be because i don't need to watch it live anymore i have a freaking Mm -hmm. dvr and hulu and all these other things so i don't think it'll ever be as big as it used to be but um I think with AEW continuing to improve, I think WWE continuing to do what they do, I think it's just going to hopefully get better and better, especially if we get an NXT Japan announcement in the next couple months. That would be pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. So, what about you guys? Yeah, I'm totally I'm totally with you. I think I think it's cool to like wrestling again, you know what I mean? We went through a period of time in like the the mid mid to you know i don't okay i guess you can't say late 2000s because we're still in the 2000s but you know you know what i'm talking about that era where it was kind of like not so cool to to be a wrestling fan uh we kind of like left the attitude era and into like ruthless aggression where it was kind of just like eh you know the hardcores were there but it wasn't like such a cultural phenomenon i think we're seeing a lot more of it like 
kind of like the throwback with like all of the 90s um, stuff coming back, like fashion and culture and stuff like that. I feel like, you know, wrestling has been a big part of that, too. And um, yeah, at the, like you said, celebrities are into wrestling. And I think I think, um, yeah, it's going to be the same as far as like storylines. I think we're going to see the same the same type of thing. But I feel like it's just more widely accepted now that wrestling is like a cool thing to go to. I think people who don't watch wrestling will still would still go to like wrestling events. You know, they'd be like, okay, cool. Yes. Uh, SummerSlam's in my area. Like I'm going to go to SummerSlam or I'm going to go to, you know, the Royal Rumble or a fucking Monday night raw for that matter. I think, you know, a lot more people are exposed to it, especially with like the shows like Ms. And Mrs. Um, total divas, total Bellas, all those things. I feel like, you know, we've gotten, we've reached a whole new level of like wrestling fans. Uh, Totally agree. Maya Marco, what do you have any differencing opinions on this? Do you think wrestling is in a better place going forward this year? Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, yes, long story short, yeah, definitely. I mean, look at the amount of wrestling that's on TV right now. Yeah, um, for real. I mean, we crap on AEW a lot, but I mean, they're another a different promotion on a on a network. Major network. Like, a, yeah, so like it, it shows that they're there's still interest in it. It's still it's as big as it ever was. Like you mm-hmm. guys already mentioned, it's pretty much everywhere with reality TV. Um, they're on ESPN. They're doing they do like the local news um, channels when they're like when they're doing like their like uh, shows and stuff like that. So like they're they are appearing everywhere. And you know it's like I said, everyone everyone's a I think everyone's a wrestling fan. It's just you know nowadays it's easier to say you are a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you, Ron. Uh, thank you, Kingdom Figure, for the question. We appreciate it. Uh, and she, I like how Sheena thinks we're still in the two uh, thousands. We're actually t- two decades removed from the two thousands, Sheena. It's two thousand twenty right now. So wait, but yeah. two thousand, but we're still in like the two thousands, right? No, that's like saying you're in the nineties. Still, no, that's the two thousands. Wait, is just two thousand. So we're in the twenties. Yeah, we're in the roaring twenties now. Yeah, yeah we're in the twenties. Yeah. Did you, did you just wake up from like a? a fro- <laughs> were you frozen? She's like, wait. She's like, wait, what? Encino <laughs> man. Me make fire. It, <laughs> yeah, I'm Encino mom. Wait, <laughs> but like, so if you say like the two thousands, it's still two thousands would be two thousand to two thousand nine. And so, what did you call the second decade? The, the, the teens. The tens. The tens. I guess. Yeah, the tens. I mean, no one really called it. But then now we're in the twenties. Yeah, roaring twenties. But you say 2020, so it's still the 2000s. We're not in like the t- the 2100s. I think you're two. I'm 2008. You're 2008, as, as the uh, Black Eyed Peas once said. Uh, that's, that's, yeah, you are 2008. Ryan Ryan Belzy one on Twitter. If you had the funds, I think that's Belial. Okay, I don't think it's Belzy. Oh, it's Ryan Belial. Ryan Blau. If you had the funds and the space, would you have? Would you do a complete collection of WWE Mattel elites like price and space don't matter? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, that I would. was that was the goal for yeah. us, and then we decided we were gonna liquidate. But yeah, that was our original. Our original goal was to have a complete Mattel elite collection. Yeah, if I if the if price wasn't a you know uh, a problem, yeah. I, on a non-related to- topic, our buddy Kyle Peterson, who is on Twitter and he's also in our Insta- in our in our uh, Patreon group, uh, he posted some pictures yesterday. He has every Mattel Elite ever made, and uh, he wow. has like his entire room as he has like thirty detolfs full of them. So, um, yeah, that uh, that was some beautiful business right there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty sexy. I I have no desire in my current state to have that, but if you know, if I won the lottery. 
and I had a house big enough, yeah, I would I would do it. Yeah, sure. I'd keep them MOC though. I'd probably do MOC and lose. I'd Gross. Do both. Gross. True. Yeah. I guess. If, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess if. Yeah. I guess if price and space weren't a uh, weren't a factor, then yeah, it doesn't matter. You could have one of everything. I have like the the actual wrestlers in like a glass box. You know, <laughs> I'd pay for I'd pay the Iron Sheik to come over and just stand at my house. You know. Awesome. Oh, speaking of gross, uh, <laughs> guy man person on Twitter at one love. What's your take on the Stone Cold IPA? Now that you finally had it, I uh, received a. Uh, a can of it from one of our buddies over at Boots to the Face podcast. I have not drank it yet because I don't want to drink the uh, the only one in the state of Maryland. But I know Marco thinks it's pretty good. You said it was good, right? Yeah, it's awesome. They actually, I found a good. place that I gotta. I'm actually gonna try to send you guys some now because I actually oh, found sure. a store that like that opened up. It was. Uh, it, it literally looks like a Walmart for like liquor. It's a craziest place I've ever seen. I never seen a liquor store that looked like this in my life. I'm Is not sure if you guys total, have these. Total Wine. Something, something like that. They have like a guest center, like a wow. like a ser- guest services area. Like a, <laughs> I was, I walked over. I go, hey, do you guys have the uh, 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 Broken Skull IPA? And they're like, you're like, who makes it? I was like, oh, El Segundo. And he like looks up at his computer. He's like, aisle nine. Walk over there. Wow. Oh, right that's there. I like, awesome. I was like, what the heck? And there's like uh, wine tasting or like liquor tasting stations all over the place. I was like, what? I was like, what is this place? I've never even seen this before. Wow, but yeah, yeah, so I found a place. Um, I have to grab some so I can. Send you guys some oh, so you dude, can definitely let me know. I'll hit you up PayPal ready for sure. Um, yeah, I, I like it. Um, we actually had it at the El Segundo Brewing Company. Like we were in um, El Segundo, and was like Seth was working in San Diego, and we got to actually go down to the brewery. Dude, listen to this shit. So we were at the brewery, right? We're like, okay, maybe because we know Stone Cold like goes down there like periodically, like and you know we always see him on Twitter and, or uh, Instagram and stuff like going down there. We go down there and we get it, we like drink it, you know. Obviously, don't see Stone Cold, and we're we're leaving, like we're headed back to San Diego. We're like on whatever freaking highway that is, and we're about like 20, 30 minutes out, and then um, we get a tweet from Stone Cold, and he's like, hey, are you guys still there? I'm headed down there, and we're what? like, I'm like, we're like, we should pull the fucking breaks and turn around and go back but we couldn't like we just couldn't go because he was like coming he was he was stopping by to grab some beers and i was like oh my god like what if stone like how how are we gonna miss fucking stone cold steve austin so if you had um, if you had a beer with stone cold i think i i could probably die happy i mean not to oh that is like the ultimate goal like i I, like the heel husband we always like just kind of like talk about like who we would who we could just because i get really celebrity nervous like i'm like i don't i get starstruck really easily um And even like with like D-list celebrities, like if I saw fucking DJ Polly D or something, I would be like, oh my god, <laughs> celebrity, you know. Um, but I, I get like really starstruck, and so. But I was like, you know, if I if there was one person that I feel like I could like go up to and like just talk to and like be super chill and not be like super awkward, it would be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like he to me is just like the epitome of like a guy you could sit down and have a beer with and yeah, like just. Oh, yeah just feel comfortable like talking to um and not feel like i don't feel like he would be like pretentious or anything like that you know i I, like he's like the one like i i feel like i would just like love to meet and sit down and kick it with it'd be pretty awesome yeah Mm -hmm. all right uh raw is ryan this is a hard question uh one of our good buddies at raw is ryan on twitter take your current wwe title holders and describe them as a meal based on personality (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i don't even yes. my, my so late right now i don't even have the brain capacity to, it's a great question um, this is a great question very creative right? question um 
I mean, Brock Lesnar would be like a, a like a really tough steak or something. He'd be maybe? like a T bone. Yeah. yeah, he'd be yeah, like he'd a be freaking like, a, like yeah. a giant. He'd be like a tomahawk steak. With you know, potatoes like yeah. an actual meal. Yeah, he'd be like a yeah, he'd yes. be like a man's meal, like a big steak with big potatoes. Potato. Yeah. yeah, no, no veggies. No veggies. Just fucking, just fucking potatoes and meat. Yeah. Maybe even raw. Beer. Maybe both things as raw, not yeah. even cooked. Just, like just in, raw in, in like a pit bull's yeah. mouth. You know, just like a yeah. pit bull's like eating a steak and you get to wrestle it away from him. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, like, who do we have? And Bray then who? Who else do we have? We have Bray Wyatt. Be Bray like Wyatt, apple martini, maybe or something. Or <laughs> and I, I don't know what kind of meals you're eating, Phil. Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like um, Bray Wyatt would be like a Golden Corral buffet. Oh, you know what I mean? Really? Like, <laughs> like you just you never know what the hell you're gonna get and like or what's right. gonna be out, what's gonna be out there. And I feel like I feel like you're you're you always you go in and you're, you you kind of just expect to be disappointed, but you might be surprised. You know, it could be like those like joke candies at Hot Topic that like make that like uh, turn your mouth blue or something. You know, like yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, how about how about Nakamura for Intercontinental Champion? Maybe like Ooh. he's he's pretty like out there and outlandish. Maybe like you know when you see like Food Network where they do like the foam like the foam like you know fancy foo foo like one little bite of food. Yeah, like gast- gastronomy. Yeah. Uh, what's it yeah. called? Yeah. Yeah. Molecular gastronomy. It's, it's yeah. Just, that uh, he, that would definitely be that would definitely be yeah. Nakamura. Yeah. Uh, okay, this, this, we have the yeah. tag chips. You want to go we got on, we got Andrade, yeah, Andrade. Oh, Andrade. Yeah, yeah, he'd be a big old plate of fajitas. Oh, that's, yeah. you know, see, I knew you were gonna go there. No. <laughs> They're sexy. I love me some fajitas. Oh, fajitas are damn good. Yeah, a little Applebee's action. Man, I remember when my Applebee's used to, used to be used to be the boss when you go to Applebee's and order the fajitas and they come out smoking, walking by everybody in the place. Oh, damn, who got the fajitas? You'd be like, we're over here eating mozzarella sticks and potato bites, and this yeah. guy's got fajitas. Oh man, he must have got a promotion at work or something. No, Humberto Carrillo is the Applebee's fajitas. Andrade is like straight up like Plaza Azteca fajitas. There you go. Okay. Um, yeah. What about yeah. the what about the Kabuki Warriors? Like a Ooh. like a sandwich, like a bon mi sandwich or something or I don't, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the Kabuki Warriors are um I don't know. I don't know what they would be. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't. We, I don't want to do a whole segment on the show about this too. This is. We need. Yeah. We need to write this question. up. In, we yeah. need to write this up in an article whenever yeah, we can like, think about it and yeah. be and be witty and not be uh, you know. Yeah, not Mo- be tired parents. Mo- Mojo Raleigh would be like a bag of like uh like sour airheads or something. <laughs> or like, or how about like a taquito from uh, from like Seven Eleven? Just like you know, yeah, you eat it, yeah. but you don't really like even like yeah. the taste of you it. But it's really it. cheap. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's cheap and it's hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, all right, cool, good question, Ryan. That was better than I thought it was going to be. Um, all right, Ellis underscore D underscore zero one on Twitter. I know that elites are the top wrestling figures to collect, but are there any basics that you really like? Possibly more than their elite counterparts. Sheena, no. <sighs> Yeah. Well, there was three last year that I liked. I liked the Basic 100 Shawn Michaels. I liked the uh, Basic 100 Undertaker. That one was pretty badass. And then I think the ni- Basic 99 Ultimate Warrior was one that I also mentioned on our best figures of the year. Uh, any any that you stand out to you, Marco? I mean, they're just... No. That was, I think the Warrior was probably the one that, that, that I was going to pick the Warrior. That was like literally the only one. Yeah. Me uh, and Marco were like all elite only. <laughs> thank you, Ellis. Uh, Eric from Ohio, favorite go-to snack. Um, lately, I've been a big banana guy. 
Not, not to sound uh, uh, perverted mm-hmm. or anything. Just like a, just an <laughs> easy, just an easy snack that you can pick up and you can walk around the house with, and it's, it's not self-contained. Bad for you. Yep, you can self-contained. Throw it in your bag. Yep, mm-hmm. and then uh, just just chewing chewing on pepperonis right out of the bag too. That's a good. That's a oh, good that couch is snack. a good one. Sheena. Yeah, um, my go-to snack is definitely just like eating peanut butter out of the container with a spoon. <laughs> how do you, How do you feel about um, uh, about uh, Nutella? Oh, I fucking love Nutella. Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah. It's freaking delicious, dude. Like, oh my god. Yeah, Nutella's Nutella's the shiz. I love any I this is going okay, take don't take this on the Sheenatron 5000, but I just love any kind, sort of nut butters. <laughs> <laughs> you had to, you definitely... had to laugh at the end there. That's going to screw it up. Zach, okay, Zach okay. I love nut butters. <laughs> okay. Excellent. Marco. <laughs> there you go. There you go, Zach Egoff. Marco, favorite Oh my snack? god, jeez. Um, uh, I, I actually, I'm a cheese it guy. I love cheese. Oh man. Oh, for yeah. cheese. It's a great, so good. um, yeah, I can eat like a whole box, but that's probably not good for you if you eat a whole box of cheese. it so no, yeah. it's probably like, you know, 8 million grams of sodium. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, that, no, that's pretty much it. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not, a, I'm not really a snack. Person per oh. se for some reason. I don't know Jeez. why. Oh, I'm a snacker. My... I'm like the I'm like the snack attack dude. Like I I I I have to have food to like munch on like throughout the day. You know. Yeah, I'm the same way. That's good on you, Marco, for not being a snacker. Thank yeah, you. I know. Your Se- husband is not a snacker either, and it like bothers me. I'm like, you want me to get you any like <laughs> snack foods at the grocery? He's like, no, I'm okay. No, I'm fine. like, that's that's me exactly. Oh that's my, my answer. God. Yeah. I'm like, you're so annoying. <laughs> That's like, you it's because you because you want it so yeah you gotta yeah that's the same way i am <laughs> yeah. uh brandon from baltimore would you rather live inside a country country music video or a rap video for the rest of your life oh my god a Ooh. country definitely a country music video yeah. i i don't have the i don't have the uh capacity to like hang with like like pouring champagne down my butt crack and stuff anymore <laughs> like i just like i don't care. <laughs> Oh anymore? Anymore? There was a time was when actual? there was a time when that was a thing Listen, you would do. That was yeah, a thing. circa circa like two thousand and like four or five. Like you know, I, yeah. I feel like I feel like she she know of that era. I could probably get down with some um Drink, some booty clapping and some, some Mal- uh, Malibu and <laughs> drinking some Malibu and pineapple. Yeah, you know, okay. turn turning up. Um, but yeah, not anymore. <laughs> I want to be in a country video, like you know, just driving a truck down an old dirt road, like to a farmhouse. You know, yeah. and like petting the dog on the way in. That sounds more my speed yeah, these days. Country. I mean, yeah. they're just usually they're just having a good time and like drinking by a pool or something. If uh, I haven't mm-hmm. seen a music video in twenty years, but you know, rap video, you got it. It's just you know, I, I would not fit in. It just be. I'm not. No. T- I'm not tough enough. I'm not cool enough. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna probably... go opposite of both of you guys, and okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna live okay. in a rap video for the rest of my life. Okay. They have fun too. They oh yeah, I mean, they have fun stuff yeah. like that. There's they like, have fun, but if you had to, if you had to stay turn up like your whole the whole rest of your life, that's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, maybe I could spend like one night or like a weekend in a rap video, but like a whole a whole lifetime. Like Marco, I, um, there, I, I, you probably know what this is. There's a Nicki Minaj video. I don't know if you've ever seen it, and I don't. Even oh, know I know what it is. Okay, can, all right. No, I'm not sure. Just tell me what it is. I know what it is. Oh, it's just like forty. Ch- it's no no dudes in the whole video. It's just a Nicki Minaj song, and it's just like forty chicks just on like a yacht, just like shaking, shaking. It's like supposed to be like a like a female empowerment type of video, but it's just like it's, it's that's the yeah, video. that's probably the video I would. I'll send I'll send it to you, Sheena. 
But um, nice. Yeah. Uh, Can't wait. Greg Angel, Mary, fuck, kill. Chinese food, oh, Italian food, Mexican food. Ugh. Oh, man. Okay. So I'm going to uh, kill Chinese food. Um, I would. Oh, I don't know. I, I would marry. I would marry Italian food um, because Italian food is like it's just like warm and like you know homey and feel good. And then I guess I would like fuck Mexican food because it's just like hot and kind of dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can answer after that. I think it's yeah. Pretty much. I mean, this, is this is tough. This is tough for me. I'd probably marry. I also would marry Italian. I'd probably fuck Chinese. And I'd kill. I'd kill Mexican as much as I love Mexican food. I just, I just get really excited. I didn't Chinese know food. we had a, a Dave Meltzer esque podcast host here with his Asian fetish. I didn't realize. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, that was that's the food. That's just the food. I, mean, I didn't marry. <laughs> I didn't want to marry it. So, <laughs> uh, Marco. Um, probably the same, marry Italian because I'm half Italian and I love Italian food, so mm-hmm. I couldn't kill it or F it because that's Italian you know, food right. is just like family food, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. It just you know, it's gonna be there for you when you get mm-hmm. home, it's not gonna mm-hmm. do you any wrong. Um, I'm probably gonna copy Phil on this one and just I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Just fuck Chinese food and then kill Mexican food. Oh my god! Um, the fact I mean, that you guys killed Mexican food really bothers me. Like, I, if you married it or it's tough. Like, I mean, it's a tough choice. I'm trying to think yeah. of what one you would get sick of. I'm, I, I think I might get sick of a Chinese Italian food. food the first because it's kind of the same. Like, it's just everything with sauce. At least with Chinese food, they have you know chicken and beef yeah, i love and chinese food i do too yeah. i do too and i love all of them but i mean italian food yeah. it's just kind of everything has sauce on it there's not really and there's like some good like chicken like you can do a chicken cacciatore or chicken parmesan or something but yeah um, don't let the italian i'm sorry to anybody i know marco's half italian but to any italians out there don't let him offend you with his like ragu speech I, okay I'm, I'm not, italian not too. every not you're italian phil a little bit yeah i got some in okay, me a little bit i've had some in me before <laughs> That's some Italian <laughs> in me once or twice. Yeah. Oh my god! I saw the, I saw the Godfather once. You know. <laughs> All right, let's, yeah. let's keep let's keep going here. Keep it moving. At Hasbro WWE and another good follow on Twitter. If Mattel lost the WWE license tomorrow, what company would you like to see pick it up? Let's rapid fire. I'm gonna say Hasbro. NECA. NECA. Okay. NECA. Probably NECA. Okay. Mm-hmm. John at John Betts. Why do we still not have a Lord Alfred Hayes figure after all these years? Probably because nobody would buy it. Uh, yeah. I just don't think he was a big enough, you know, attraction to people, you know, unless you did like. A, it, it's definitely a collector's figure yep. for sure. Uh, at Sweatpants Joe, another good follow on Twitter. Uh, when is Ringside going to give us a Mike Shaw four pack of Bastion Booger, Friar Ferguson, Norman the Lunatic, and? Mark and Singh. I don't know. I know what Bastion Booger is. I just had to read that because he sent it in. Uh, that that's never going to happen either. But uh, it would be, be pretty cool. Uh, Jose Sanchez at DSB underscore one V. Uh, if you were to have a celebrity figure based on a WWE appearance, who would you Ooh. pick, and what would you include as the accessories? Um, I'm going Mike Tyson with a du- ah, double. You asshole. <laughs> Sorry, with the Son uh, of a- with the Stone Cold and the uh, and the. You can have both shirts. You can have a Stone Cold and a um, a DX shirt. That's the um, that's the easiest answer. I'm sorry. 
It is it is the easiest answer, but I would say Mike Tyson with like a uh, removable like wads of money that fall out of his jacket. Okay. That's what uh, I would just like I would have like, you know, rolled up like hundred dollar bills that like, you know, are an accessory. Or maybe Dennis Rodman. Ooh. Yeah. The Dennis Rodman figure would be would be pretty mage. You know when uh, um, Mike, Mike Tyson was a kid, he used to help uh, old ladies into his building uh, and like help carry their groceries, and then he would like basically knock them down and steal all their shit. What? <laughs> yeah, as a kid, as a kid, like you know, he was like you know. Yeah, he talked about that. Stuff, didn't yeah. have the best upbringing. Oh my yeah. gosh! Yeah. yeah, he was a nice guy. Um, I would go. I'm gonna go a little obscure and go with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because uh, okay, he, fought, he knocked out Triple H. Remember on SmackDown? Mm. Um, yeah, is he, is he a Hall of Famer? Arnold Schwarzenegger is he a Hall of Famer? He is in the, I believe he's in the Hall of Fame. Hmm. Okay, in the celebrity wing. But yeah, no, I'm gonna go with Arnold, and he can yeah. have the uh, the big blue belt because he actually held that up too. So you nice. know, big blue belts everywhere. We could add another one to the collection. Could do the uh, use the Mabel figure and make a Donald Trump. Um, Figure. Donald Trump, yeah, yep. or Cindy Lauper would be a cool Ooh. figure. I, yeah, I, I would like, I would like to see a Cindy Lauper, um, you know, rocking. Burt Reynolds, you can mm. go Burt Reynolds, <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, the possibilities are endless. Dave, what's his name? Oh my God, Scream, Dewey, Officer Dewey. Oh, David Arquette. David Arquette. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. All right, uh, let's. Go. We got two more questions here. These are getting pretty good. Uh, Wrestle Pod at WrestleGeddonPod uh, on Twitter. Mattel lets you have control of picking talent for an Elite Series. What six would you include? Uh, who would be the chase and the store exclusive? Oh, man. That's I don't know. I feel so like we've up. answered this a million times. So, yeah, yeah, there's like a, uh, <laughs> yeah, there's like a, I mean, there's like a million possibilities here. Owen, um, Owen I'll Hart. let, um, yeah, yeah. Definitely Owen Hart. I would definitely. Uh, want a gobbledygooker figure? <laughs> That's I've never I've never given up hope on uh, on the gobbledygooker. Um, elite series. What six would you include, Marco? You have anybody? We'll, we'll each pick two. Um, I'm gonna go. We need another brother love at some point. Mm. Um, and a uh, Jake the Snake. What thing would do with another Jake the Snake with a little, like little uh, burlap like a bag. Like an actual cloth bag, you put a little snake in there and stuff like that. would Be pretty cool. Does he not know? have a bag in his elite with his elite figures with this? Uh... I don't remember. No, I think he just has like a know. big, like a you know, a big snake. The snake definitely. Around. Yeah, I don't think they. I don't think there's a bag that I remember anyway. I could be wrong, but if there is, yeah, I thought there. I think there is, dude. I, I my my memory is escaping me, but I want to say Let's maybe see. his legends his legends figure came with a. Uh, a bag for for the snake but either way um so jake the snake i would like to see oh shit well i guess we got a new rick rude coming um i was gonna say rick rude but i don't know what do you got phil uh i'm just trying to find this Nicki minaj video i just can't get <laughs> out of my mind now uh, i'm gonna say <laughs> owen hart and um i would have said Nightheart, but we're already getting one of those um mm-hmm. i don't know maybe maybe a ho- uh Jesse the Body Ventura, do like a oh nice announcer version. You know, you'd have all the announcers then because you got Heenan, you got Mean Gene, everybody. So, mm-hmm. uh, last question at JTW for Life: Are there any specific aspirations that you wish to come to fruition regarding the podcast and your team in the coming year? Mm. Any sp- 
podcast specials, events, merchandise, etc. Many blessings to all. This is a good uh, ending question. Thank you, Jay. Uh, Sheena, you want to take it? Um, yeah. Uh, aspirations for the podcast. One, um, you know, this this year is going to be kind of a crazy year just because of the situation that we're in with, you know, Seth being deployed and all that kind of stuff. And it just kind of making my life kind of tricky. But um, I would love for our, you know, um, audience to grow and things like that and to, like our community our facebook community especially to grow in the in the coming year because we just have such a good time over there and we have such a close-knit community we're already planning like meetups and stuff like that so that's definitely on my bucket list i would love to do like some chick foley meetups at live events and things like that and just to really get to know the people that we talk to on social media um every single day so i would i would love to like meet those people in person so that's definitely on the bucket list for 2020 and 2021 uh since we're you know in the 20s now and we're not in the 2000s anymore (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) but yeah i would also like i i we're definitely getting some new some new merch up phil's been working with our our buddy at extra cooler nick at extra cooler um to get some new some new t-shirt designs for our pro wrestling tee shop um and i would love to have like a uh, an enamel pin too like a chick foley enamel oh, pin cool. that's, de- that's definitely on my on my merch list i mean we already got like we already got crew chalk line jackets so i feel like we've kind of like peaked the mountaintop for ourselves as far as like you know cool cool merch for ourselves um yeah. but, for, but for the fans of the show um i would love to get some some pins and some some new shirts out for you guys for sure good stuff i uh I agree with all of those. I think we're we're going to announce it probably in the next week or so, but I guess we can say it here that we're, we're in the early, early, early stages of getting a meetup together for SummerSlam up in Boston uh, in uh, Marco's neck of the woods. So if you're in the area or if you can travel and uh, you want to split a hotel room with me, you know, let me know. I think she's going to try to make the trip up depending on uh, – on a family situation. So uh, that would be pretty fun to hang out and drink beers and talk wrestling with everybody. Um, I'm hoping that we can, you know, continue to grow the podcast. I'd like to get to 300 uh, reviews on iTunes. If you, if you haven't reviewed us yet, give us a nice five-star review. It's very helpful there. And if you, uh, you want to grab your uh, fiance or your husband or wife or, or yeah. brother or mother or dad's phone and do the same thing, you can. Uh, that mm-hmm. would be helpful. Um, you know, just continue to grow. Grab some sponsors. You know, continue to get some cool stuff, um, some cool guests. I enjoy doing the interviews uh, on the on the Patreon, on the Chick Foley Lounge. So hopefully we can keep doing that and doing some unboxings and, you know, continue to grow the community and have fun. What about you, Marco? Um. This is a huge aspiration, but we we should uh, definitely consider trying to get on the WWE podcast network. <laughs> well, duh. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's the, the uh, ultimate goal, right? That's the goal for uh, 2021, at least. Not this year, but maybe next year we'll try to do that. But yeah, um, yeah, no, like everything you guys said and more. Just um, trying to grow the co- podcast and you know get some more listeners, get some more sponsors and stuff like that. Can't wait till it, we announce our. Our next sponsor, which is I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah. um, I feel like we hit the big time with this one. So I think yeah. that's the gateway to like <laughs> just door, doors are just going to open up like like Moses in the Red Sea. Absolutely, we're just going to walk down that that aisle. But yeah, no, definitely, definitely big things. Um, 
Yeah, and I would like to partner with some other podcasts. You know, I mean, I've had some people reach out yes, um, to definitely. me and stuff like that, and like about coming on. And you know, I'm like, I can't even make time for my own show at the moment. So like, <laughs> I, I like, I would love to like be a guest. So you know, I've got all these people that are wanting to talk to us and things like that. So I'm I'm excited to like you know switch back and forth and like you know talk to people on their podcasts and you know them come on our show and stuff like that. And then we have the Chick Foley Lounge where Phil's doing his interviews and stuff. Um, and I know we have some really awesome guests lined up for that. So I'm super excited. Awesome. Cool. Uh, that was good shit. I think we should do this maybe uh, every four or five months, every half a year. We'll get some questions from you guys. And, uh, you know, obviously we should do it where we don't have 20 questions at that. You know what I mean? Like we should, uh, we should, we should do it some more period, like more uh, frequently yeah. so that we only have like, you know, eight to nine questions. There you go. Yeah. We're an hour yeah. and 15 minutes now. So that would probably be good. Yeah. Just get some quick, like, uh, extra content out for people. So, um, and, and we appreciate all you guys' opinions and stuff. If you have any ideas of like, Hey, I wish you guys would do, uh, you know, I, I want to do some watch along stuff with us, the three of us, mm-hmm. if we can watch the matches. <laughs> but if you have any ideas of stuff that you'd like to see, and uh, content that you'd like us to make you know definitely give us a holler uh five brains are better than three brains or whatever you want to say so um that's it we're going to record another episode here but uh thank you guys for listening thank you for being uh patreon subscribers and uh we will talk to you guys soon stay classy marks